welcome into the harvest friends we are here where our goal is to bring you clarity and the confidence that you need to be a disciple and make disciples in the everyday places of life i'm abigail and i'm here with keith and andrew hey guys hey abigail good morning good morning abigail hey. like that shirt thanks i'm all <laughs> polka dotted today <laughs> um friends do i look a little bit clearer i hope so i don't know We'll let everyone decide once this goes out. But I have a lot more um, technology in the room today. Uh, I got a very giant box that you guys heard the doorbell ring for in the last episode. And now it's all up and running thanks to Zach, our awesome tech guy, and a very quick run that I had to make to Walmart today for a memory card. So uh, we are now up and running. But you know what? Shout out to Trey, who I hope is listening because Trey helped me at Walmart today and we got talking about Jesus and his walk with Jesus and uh, I took his phone and made him subscribe. So that's one way to get subscribers. So that's awesome. (laughs) how are you guys doing? (laughs) We're doing great, Abigail. Yeah, we were joking a little bit just before hitting the record button on this because I was supposed to send you an SD card. So we had sent uh, a whole bundle of equipment to upgrade your side of the show and I forgot to send the SD card, but um, the Lord redeems our failure, and He enabled you to not only uh, pick up the SD card today, but to have that conversation with Trey and share your faith with him, which is just pretty awesome. Yeah, it was definitely a divine appointment, so I'm glad that happened, and I hope that Trey's listening. Anyway, uh, let's get started. So we are in our last episode of our um, Building a Better Year series. And uh, so today we're going to be talking about that critical factor of follow through and seeing how we are sticking to our goals. I think this is really the perfect time to do this episode because we're nearing the end of January. And that's usually when all of our goals just kind of, I don't know, they, they, <laughs> they peter out just a little bit. Anyway, we're going to get into it, um, dive into that in a minute. But first, Andrew, we have a couple of announcements, right? We do. Actually, um, we just started a, a new weekly newsletter it goes out every Sunday called Harvest Highlights. Uh, it, we just sent out the first one this past week. And the the goal of this, this weekly email is to provide people with insights and inspiration for how to be more faithful as disciples of Jesus and how to be more effective as disciple makers uh, for Jesus. So if that's something that our listeners are interested in, we'd love to have you guys sign up and subscribe so that you get that every Sunday. Um, you can you can sign up uh, by going to our website, intotheharvest.org slash newsletter and enter your email and you'll get the very next copy of Harvest Highlights. So that's one thing that's going on that's new this year that we'd love for people to uh, sign up for. And then the second announcement today is that we're going to be doing an Ask Us Anything show here in February. And we've already received um, several questions from uh, listeners and from our friends in the end of the harvest community, but we'd love to hear from you. So if there's something that you would like us to address either about into the harvest ministry, about being a disciple, about how we follow Jesus and make disciples or about our, our plans for 2020, if there's anything that you want to ask us, that's what we're going to be talking about here probably not next week, but uh, in two weeks, we're going to be doing an Ask Us Anything show. So the easiest way to to ask your question is to email us, and you can do that 
at info at intotheharvest.org. Um, but you could also connect with us on social media, send us a DM on Facebook or through Instagram, and we'll get it. And uh, looking forward to that. So we definitely want to hear from you guys. Otherwise, that will be a short show. So hit us up with your questions on email or social media. Awesome. I like how you said, ask us anything, but then you gave suggestions of what people could ask. So <laughs> yeah, apparently I mean, some things are off limits. I don't know. You could ask us anything. <laughs> Doesn't mean that it will get answered. That's right. There's some things we <laughs> may not answer. Who's to say? <laughs> Who's to say? Yes. But honestly, we probably answer anything. I can't think of anything we wouldn't answer. Okay. Mm -hmm. So we're excited about that. So get your questions in. Um, so let's get started on uh, our topic. So what we have is um, really kind of how we can match these good intentions that we've made over the last few weeks with good systems so that we have follow through. These aren't just lofty goals that never actually get met, but actually happen in our lives. So we're going to talk about that today. Andrew, why don't you give us kind of an overview? Yeah. So over the last month, we've talked about the importance of setting goals and cultivating high impact habits and establishing weekly rhythms. And if you think about it, all of those things really help us get started in creating um, the kind of life that we want to live, life that is lived by the values that we have as followers of Jesus. Um, we talked about in our episode of cultivating high impact habits that we don't rise to the level of our goals, we fall to the level of our systems. And so um, goal setting, high impact habits, weekly rhythms, those are, those are systems that can help us get started. But you know, what you talked about today, Abigail, at, at the very beginning is so important that we don't want to just get started, get off to a good start, and then peter out at the end of January. Um, but we really want to find a way to grow consistently throughout the year with the goals and the habits that, that we know are going to help us be more faithful as followers of Jesus. And so we also need to think about uh, systems that will help us stay on track or get back on track, which is really what we're going to talk about today, how to follow through with those goals and uh, habits that, um, that we want to, to set. And it's important because as we go through this journey, of uh, living our lives uh, day in and day out, week in and week out, you need you need waypoints or opportunities to pause and assess, like how's it going? Am, am I on track? Um, and get back on track if if you have uh, strayed, or celebrate. You know, maybe you're doing great. It's still important to to take time to uh, to reflect and find out um, how you're doing and to celebrate what the Lord has done in your life. And we kind of did that a little bit when we talked about setting annual goals. It's good to do on an annual basis, but you really need to learn how to do that throughout the year as well. So that's part of what we'll discuss today. Zach and I were talking as we um, were prepping for this, this particular topic, and I thought he made a, a really great point. He said, you know, most of us, we don't fail because our goals are too lofty. It's not that we're trying to reach the moon, so to speak, with our goals and, and we just can't get there because we're, we're aiming too high. Most of us, when we fail to follow through with our goals, it's because we don't have good systems in place to be consistent long enough to really build those patterns into our lives. So that's really what we're going to talk about today. 
Yeah, absolutely. This kind of plays into a conversation uh, Brett and I had last night. One of my goals is to drink more water this year. This is not a spiritual goal, obviously, but um, I have this app and I love it so much. And you guys can laugh at me because I use an app for all my goals, it seems. But uh, this particular one has like a picture of a water bottle and you can pick the size of the water bottle that you want. And then you can slowly lower it as you drink it. It's very visual. And then at the end of the day, you know, you have your whole like little circle filled up that you've drunk. And we are Brett did not know about this app. I was just kind of doing it. Um, but he did know about my goal for drinking more water. And he said, Hey, you know, you could just get a big gallon of water and fill it up and then just slowly drink it throughout the day. And then you wouldn't have to use your phone. And I thought, well, that's a terrible idea because then I wouldn't have that awesome, like feeling of success at the end of the day with my little picture of my full water bottle. But there's something to that. I mean, I know that's really silly, but in some ways, having that visual or having that like little waypoint um, for me to see how I'm doing is actually really, really helpful for me. Um, I am like a five-year-old with a sticker chart or something. I genuinely need that kind of visual thing to show me that I'm you know, succeeding. And I think this is very much fits into that, that we need to find those ways that help us to succeed along the way in, as we're going, we're not just going to check in at, you know, December 31st and see how we did. We want to put things into place and not just monthly, but maybe even on a daily and weekly basis. So that's kind of what we want to do today. I think. One of the things I love about doing this podcast with Abby and Andrew is that sometimes you hear things you've never heard before. So I've (laughs) never heard of petering out before that's uh, <laughs> oh, petering yeah. out. That's a new term for me but it totally makes sense because i get it so i'm gonna apply what we're learning here today and check in with peter i'm sorry bro we keep we keep uh, bringing up what happened you denying jesus uh you redeemed yourself you totally did so peter hang in there man you're a great uh model to us all in christ but yeah i do get the concept of checking in uh the petering in out that was that was amazing. I'm not, that's going to stick that, with me, guys. That, that's a Texas Keith, you just blew Texas my thing, mind right? because I genuinely have used that term my whole life. It was just a word to me at this right. point. And I had no, I just made the connection about Peter in the Bible. So is that where that word comes from? I will look it up and get back to us all. But we just had a little word nerd session. Back on track. <laughs> guys, wow, Keith. That really yeah. could be where that word comes from. I don't know. Okay. Uh, do you have any other thoughts? <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, uh, actually, it was it was kind of on par with that. It was from Hebrews uh, 10, 24, and 25, very popular verse. But uh, it's three things that it tells us to do. And I think it's great for checking in, you know, and the first one is to let us consider uh, how we may spur one another on towards love and good deeds. So the first one is we should be thinking about it before we even engage with each other on uh, what's going on in our lives or what may be happening. And then the second one is to meet together. Let us not stop meeting together because a lot of people don't meet together. There's a lot of orphans um, in our faith, which blows my mind. And the last one is to let us encourage one another. So I think as I check in with people and as I want people to check in with me, I hope they have those three things, you know, in mind. If they're thinking about it beforehand, that we are getting together, that we are meeting. doesn't say when, where, how but just that we should meet and that uh, during that time, we're thinking about how to encourage one another so that we can keep going. Like, like Zach was saying, I think that that kind of 
accountability would help us all get to our goals if we had someone to check in on us. Yeah, that's really, really good. And I think that's just a great thing for us all to be reminded of as we continue with maybe some more um, tangible things that we can do. Uh, That is what we're trying to achieve or or those verses there in Hebrews. So um, as far as goals and habits and rhythms go, how do we go about making sure that we stick with them for the long haul? So Andrew, what is our first tip? Right. So um, there's actually two big things that we're going to try to to convince you to, to put into place so that you can follow through and, and continue to, to live by your goals and your habits for 2020. And the first of those we already mentioned, which was um, to set up a, a way of reviewing your goals on a regular basis. So we'll, we'll talk some more about that in just a little bit. But the second thing that Keith began to talk about was to find accountability in your life and to find people that you can share your your goals, your habits with, and possibly even recruit to join you. If you've got some, some habits that you're trying to put into place into your own life, if you can find one or two other people who want to develop those same habits, then what you want to do is, is you actually want to build in accountability uh, into your life. And years ago, I heard a a little phrase that it's it's not what's expected, it's what's inspected that gets accomplished. And, and you guys have probably heard that before, yeah. but it's really so true that um, all of these things that we've talked about in, in January, we're, we're not, we're actually trying to understand human nature, how we're wired, um, and then and then use that to our advantage. And one of the ways that we're wired is that we, we work to deadlines or we, we, we live up to what gets inspected. And so, um, you know, we can have all of these lofty goals and, and ideals, but if no one ever checks in on us, then the chance of us actually sticking with those things over the long haul goes way down. And so accountability is something else that we want to, uh, to talk about today. And so I would actually kind of like to ask you guys is, is there something that you do either in the way of accountability that's, that's helping you this year or, um, setting aside time to review your goals. You want to go first, Abby? <laughs> We're both like looking at each other. I know, like, right? Are you gonna know? <laughs> you take sure, it. You I take can. It. Okay, I'll go first. Uh, I think for me, um, you know, it is important to tell people about your goals so they could check in on you. But it's also really establishing and learning how to ask good questions of each other. Um, so I can tell a friend, you know, I have this goal and they can be like, cool, you shouldn't totally do that. And then you're like, yeah, would you keep me accountable? And they're, they say, sure. And then time just passes, you know, no, it never mm-hmm. comes up. So if this is not something that's, you know, is something that's going on in your community or in your own life, like that's okay, but you can start. And the way to do that is to kind of do a little, like teaching session with whoever it is you want to keep you accountable and just say, Hey, the next time I see you, would you ask me this pointed question? For me, it's all about the questions because if I, in some ways, I mean, I can be kind of a sneaky person in general, just Hmm. just sharing all my deep, dark secrets. And so if you don't flat out ask me how I'm doing, I may not tell you that I'm not doing great in this certain area. And so as time progresses and those questions get asked more and more, then I might start to volunteer it because it's almost like I hear the questions in my head when I'm meeting with that person. So they don't have to say it anymore. But when you're first starting out, I think it really is key to have very pointed 
direct questions. So I think just to take some time to think about what are the questions I need to be asked um, on a weekly basis, on a daily basis, on a monthly basis, whatever it might be. And then find those people that you can really trust to ask you those questions and then straight up ask them to ask you <laughs> and just say, hey, ask me this question, however, you know, when fill in the blank. Um, for me, that has been so crucial in um, my struggle against sin in my life and in particular goals, particularly things like sharing the gospel, which is something I struggle with. Um, having people ask me point blank, did you do this? Um, it's really, really helpful for me then as I'm going along, trying to achieve those things, trying to fight against sin, to just be reminded in my mind, well, somebody's going to ask me about this, so I'm going to try to do better. And it's it's good to remember that you know God knew this about us. He knew we were going to be people of community, people that were a body of believers, and that we would need each other to do this, to ask each other good questions, and to encourage each other, just like those verses said. Um, so I think that for me is really, really probably super key. It's just good, good questions. See, I knew there was a reason I was going to let you go first, Abby. I love that point. I think that's a uh, clutch right there. I had a good friend um, and I won't name drop him on a podcast, but every time he seen me, the first thing he would say is, how you doing? How you doing? How you doing? Mm-hmm. And finally, I, I told him, I was like, man, you can ask me how I'm doing and I'm not going to give you much because I know that's what you're going to say. Like it's almost become like routine, like you're going to say how you doing. So I was like a better question, a question that I might need. Um, it's yeah. What's going on? Like uh, how, how you really doing? Like what's 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 on un, what's underneath? Uh, because he was a good friend. I really wanted to talk to him and I really wanted to tell him what was going on. But his question was always, how you doing? So. Uh, I think that's, I think asking the right question is everything. And uh, you go back to, you know, early in the Bible when Adam uh, did what he wasn't supposed to, the first thing that God did was ask him the right question, you know, <laughs> that's, uh, follow those questions with more questions. So I do think that questions have been really helpful, but the, the environment is important, you know. So I wouldn't ask Andrew a question uh, in front of our whole, you know, church because uh, it's, it's a lot harder to be more vulnerable. So I think in one-on-one settings, when you're, you know, in a private privacy of that, you know, intimate conversation, I think it's a lot better to to get a little deeper there. And Abby, I know you talked about um, apps that actually help you. And uh, I, I'm with you. Sometimes I use apps. A good one that I use for accountability is one called uh, Covenant Eyes because uh, it filters adult material and it also uh, sends weekly reports to those who you want to keep you accountable. So you can actually put their email on there. It's about 10 bucks a month, but I think it's totally worth it because there's another safeguard and there's another level of accountability that, hey, if, you know, one of the guys sees my report or my wife sees it and there's something bad on there, um, they know what's going on in my life. So I think that uh, asking the right questions, but also in the right, you know, settings where it's a little bit more intimate and you can be vulnerable is, is really everything. Yeah, I mean, it reminds me of the um, the old quote that the the road to hell is paved with good intentions, and that's the thing. Like, we can have all of these great goals, we can have these these high ideals, um, and these good intentions, but that's not enough. And and that's really what we're talking about today is what's going to actually help us follow through with with those goals, with those habits, with those intentions, and um, a huge one is accountability. So uh, I, I love what you were uh, saying there, Keith, about 
the Lord coming down to the garden and and looking for Adam and Eve. And, and you're right, he asked them the right, really he asked them the right questions, you know, mm -hmm. you know so mm -hmm. he starts out with where are you and then what have you done? And like, he just walks it all the way through. And so I, I think that's, um, that's so true that, that, that we need that. Otherwise, um, you know, we, we just don't, we don't live up to what we know is right. And Abigail, you made some great points too about, um, you know, giving people even the specific words to, to ask, you know, and, and so you're giving them permission, but you're also giving them the words. Um, and, and your point about maybe this is the way God designed us because it would force us to, to rely on each other, that accomplishing our goals is not something that is a solo endeavor, that we're going to have to rely on those who are closest to us to help us uh, follow through on these aspirations that we have to follow Jesus and to be faithful. So yeah, it was good, good stuff guys. Yeah. Um, I, so as you were talking about Kevin and I, I remembered a really great story and I think it also, um, maybe points out something that's important to remember here. So I'll just tell it real fast. Um, when I first got married, uh, it was the first time I'd heard about Kevin and I, my husband was using it on our computers and I mean, I think he told me about it and like basically what it did, but I was kind of like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, um, I would say in the first month of marriage, uh, this was a long, long time ago, but think back and maybe you remember when Britney Spears went off the deep end and shaved her head. Well, it was a very exciting time. And <laughs> I very much wanted to see pictures of Britney Spears going off the deep end. And this also, once again, telling you stories that I shouldn't tell you, but here I was and I, I full on Googled Britney Spears pictures and Brett's accountability partner got an email and it was like, you're looking for pictures of Britney Spears. So he gets a call and it's like, you know, Hey, like what's going on, you know? And I am so embarrassed like, I could not have been more embarrassed. Like for one, this very sweet older gentleman knew that I was in to like, I wanted to know what was going on with Britney Spears, which is not very holy. This was like my first impressions and they were terrible. But, um, that was horrifying for me. And I think if you're listening to this and you're like this level of sharing and, you know, in depth, like being in each other's life is horrifying. Like this seems scary. Um, mm -hmm. Don't worry. It can feel that way going into it. But when you start to really see results and for me, um, you know, sins that I had fought for years and years and years and to struggle with and had never really seen victory in to really see actual victory because of the hardness that there can be in being in a community um, and in relationship with people that are going to ask you hard questions and you have to answer them in awkward fashion. Like, yes, it was me who liked pictures of Britney Spears. Um, <laughs> and that was fine. I, she was just shaving her head, no big deal. But anyway, the point is, is I, you know, I just really encourage you. This may sound scary. This may sound like something you don't want to do. You just want to do it alone and get it done. And maybe you can, but for most of us, we need that help of someone else. So anyway. Yeah. My last tip on that, I, I think we got to stay ahead of the world, Abby. I think that's good. Like, I think we should encourage people to do that because uh, a lot of these people that are in business or athletes, they spend thousands if not millions right. on their body like for somebody else to prepare their meals to help them stay in shape to hold them accountable to work out so i don't think it's wrong for us to push other believers to do whatever it takes like do whatever it takes 
Yeah, somewhere in there, I think we got the idea that if we're being pushed, if we're being pushed out of our comfort zone in our in the area of our faith and in our discipleship, our, our following of Jesus, that something's wrong. And I don't know, maybe that's just a lie from the enemy because this is the the number one area that we should be striving to to live up to the devotion that Jesus deserves. And if part of that is having brothers and sisters who love us, who will challenge us, who will push us to follow through with the things that we already say that we want to do, um, then that's what we should sign up for. That like we shouldn't shy away from that uh, and feel like somehow that's that's the wrong way to go. We should be looking for that kind of challenge and um, and accountability. So, um, yeah, it's a good word. All right, Andrew. So we've talked about accountability. What are maybe some regular review things we could do to also help us? Well, I know, Abigail, you've talked about journaling, which many people do on a daily basis. And, and journaling is actually one of the ways that you're, you're pausing long enough to, to take stock of, of how your life is going. Uh, it's not something that I do, mainly because I'm, I'm not disciplined as a writer. Um, but I do try, we talked about this uh, on our, our show about winning the morning, I do try to have a, a morning ritual where I will map out my day and think about what's what's going to happen. Part of that is looking back at maybe what I didn't accomplish the day prior and trying to improve that. So uh, a couple of things that I do that help me in the area of review is to have very short, we're talking like five minute daily reviews. Um, and then I do a weekly uh, preview and, and review like on Sunday evenings where I just take, again, this is for me, this is 10 to 15 minutes where I look back over the, uh, the past week. And, and I do actually have a, a, a journal that I'm using this year. I guess it's a planner because I don't journal, but <laughs> I'm trying it out this year. So I'm, I'm, I'm not sure if I'm going to give it the, the green light, but so far I like it. It's called uh, the Full Focus Planner by a guy named Michael Hyatt. So I'm, I'm only about a month into this. A particular tool, but it's been helpful to look back and see how the previous week went and have I followed through on some of those habit goals, um, including the spiritual habit goals that I have. And then um, also quarterly that I try to, to go away for a half day at least to review how have I spent, you know, 25% of, of this year and is it really matching up with what I want to be spending my, my year on. So those are... Um, a couple of ways that I try to build review into my my regular life, whether it's daily, weekly, or uh, quarterly. I don't know. Do you guys have any way that that helps you just sort of pause and and reflect and get back on track if if you've gotten off track? Yeah, I uh, I do like to take moments to go on prayer walks to really just let my brain to almost unwind and detangle the things that are going on and. Let the Holy Spirit, you know, prompt, uh, yeah, prayer on things that's going on in areas where I need to get better. And I think uh, one of the most immediate responses I've seen so far is that God has surrounded me with solid people, like solid believers. And uh, I really do believe that two, two is better than one because they have a good return for their labor. If one falls down, he can help up the other. And uh, a lot of people don't have anyone to help them up. So I think when it comes to to re that kind of review for me, it's helpful to have people around me to ask those questions and to uh, 
to help me stay on track because we, I just can't do it alone. I'm, I'll be the first to admit that I'm not uh, Han Solo. I'm not the lone wolf. I can't can't charge through these things alone. So uh, seeking God in those moments and letting him, you know, do his thing. And then also surrounding myself with uh, fellow believers who will, who will hold me accountable and, you know, keep me on on uh, on the mission. So I do want to get better at review. I will admit that. Like, I do think that's something that I need to do, get more organized, like maybe come up with a journal or a way to look back through the week and not wing it uh, as I have a tendency to do. But I do thank God that he has uh, brought the right people in my life to help me with this. Yeah, that's really good. Something you said there of just, you know, needing to take that time on a prayer walk to kind of untangle your mind. And it just made me realize, you know, that is one of the things I think that that the Lord built into the Sabbath day. He wanted that day of rest so that we could take a minute to untangle our minds. Like you said, I think that part of rest is just who we are as humans. Like we need a minute of silence. We need something that's a pause so that we even have time to take that minute of review. So that's really, really good, Keith. I, I think that's so great. And yeah, I mean, I've talked before about how I love journaling and I also have a planner. So I have all the things in place <laughs> and like 50 million apps that are telling me how I'm doing on my internet time and how much water I'm drinking and it's out of control. So um, you guys already know that about me. But I think the big thing is just we really do already have a day set in place. Uh, It's Sunday, usually for most people or Saturday. Um, But you know, whatever day it is for you once a week that you really know, you can take a pause, just think over your week, pray over it and just see how you're doing. And, um, you know, if there's something you need to add in or take away so that you can reach those goals, um, I really think that's a good time to do it. So, all right. So just to review, um, we have kind of gone over goals and forming good habits and getting started in this new year. But now we want to build accountability, particularly, and then times of review so that we can really make sure we're reaching those goals and stay focused on Jesus in 2020. So this was a really cool series. I'm so glad you guys follow along with us. And we would love to hear what you have to think about this particular episode. How are you doing, you guys? Let us know how your goals for the year are going so far. We would love to hear it. Hey, also, if you have someone that's keeping you accountable, send them this episode and give them a big thank you. Um, or if you don't have anyone, maybe send this to somebody that you think would be a good accountability partner. Um, and this is a good icebreaker episode for them. They'll know what you're asking of them. <laughs> anyway, we thank you so much for listening today. Um, if this did encourage you in any way, we do ask that you would use the superpower of the internet by sharing this episode and helping us spread the word and tell your friends about us and share this episode on Facebook. So thanks, everyone, and we'll see you next week. Bye, guys. Bye, Eddie. Thanks for being part of our community. If you find this podcast valuable, there are many ways you can support it. You can review it on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you happen to listen to it. You can share it on social media with your friends. Or you can support it directly by visiting our website, intotheharvest.org, clicking on the donate link, and becoming a monthly giving partner. When you do this, you'll receive a thank you package with some great ITH gear. Thank you for supporting the show and helping our small team make a big difference for Jesus. It's listeners like you that make this ministry possible.